everything for it. Hold on. What it do? Man. <coughs> you know, it's funny. I don't know if you guys have, have been keeping up with hip hop lately or anything, but one of the high profile stars, Meg The Stallion, was hanging out with one of my favorite artists, Tory Lanez, and apparently, uh, some then went down to the point where I guess she got shot in the foot or whatever, and videos have come out and said it was him or showed it was him and all that stuff. And I'm just like, man, what is going on with this world? What's going on with these people? These celebrities be doing whatever they want. Uh, but like I said, Torlanes is my guy. That's crazy. I don't know. If I can't. I don't know why he did it. I don't know if he did it on purpose or was it on accident. I mean, I don't know why he had a gun on him in the first place. But in any case. Man, welcome to another episode of KJ's Corner. KJ with a K, Corner with a K. That's how it's going to be. That's how we're going to do this. That's how we're going to start this thing off. You know how I do it. I always change the song up every single time I do a show. Um, and I'm sure you haven't heard that one. That was TikTok by Rich the Kid and Tory Lanez. Um, I mean, I like Rich the Kid. Uh, all of his albums are only good because of the features. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I like, I like his music. He makes, he makes good features. I'll, I'll give him that for sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, a couple of things before I get into today's episode, um, I wanted to clarify some things that I said on the last episode. I always do this where I say something, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking, I'm, I'm flowing and I'm speaking and I, I'm saying something and I just happened to, you know, say the wrong thing, uh, even though I meant to say a different thing. And what I mean by is I was talking about uh, money last episode, uh, or contracts, and I was talking about Patrick Mahomes getting his, you know, <clears throat> 10 million, 500 uh, or 400, um, 400 plus uh, million extension. Um, he has 10 year, 400 million plus extension or whatever, uh, which by the end of it, he would be a, you know, half a billionaire basically. And, uh, I mentioned other players, uh, other athletes around the, um, professional sports world who also had big contracts. And I said that, uh, what Bryce Harper and, um, Mike Trout are two of the most, I mean, not only famous and obviously really talented, uh, baseball players in the MLB, but they're the highly, most highly paid players. Um, and they make somewhere close to, uh, I think they both make somewhere close to 30, 330 plus million dollars. Last time I said thousand dollars. That's, that's like, that's not even, that's, I mean, no, no disrespect. That's not even like, that's somewhat WNBA money. Um, but yeah, uh, those MLB players make a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, those two players make somewhere north of three hundred thirty, three hundred thirty million dollars. Uh, so they're pretty rich, or they're going to be pretty rich. Um, but yeah, I just want to clarify that. I always, always, you know, like I said, I just, I just, I just flow. I just be talking. I just be speaking. 
And sometimes I'll, I say something and I forget what I'm about to say, or I don't forget what I'm about to say, but I, I say it incorrectly. And just wanted to clarify that up. Those men are millionaires, not thousandaires. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, uh, just I just want to do that. I'm, I might I might do that starting you know next episode and um, in future episodes if I say something uh, during an episode where I said it wrong. I'm gonna go back to the. I'm gonna go back and clarify it in the next episode. I don't want to, you know, go around and and say the wrong thing. Um, just like a, I think it was episode three or three or four. It was one of them. Um, where in the previous episode, I had said uh, the wrong name of the MLB commissioner. Uh, I said it was Steve Manafred. It was uh, Rob Manafred. I had to clarify that up, um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start clearing stuff up and making it, making it a, uh, um, yeah, making it known that you know I made a mistake in the last episode, so I'm gonna, you know, clarify that um, this episode. Uh, but yeah, so what I want to talk about, I guess I'm gonna stay in the theme in the realm of the NFL because uh, this is one of the games I've been playing ever since 2006. I haven't played the 04 game which you know I think is legendary for everybody because of who the cover boy was and who the most dominant player in the game was at the time um but I'm a huge Madden fan I love Madden I've I played Madden pretty much every single year since 06 um I started out I remember uh when they uh started having uh they, or they were making XFL games or the arena football games um that was the first games I played. I, I played those games first because uh, I wasn't really into like football at first. I wasn't really watching NFL or and Madden and stuff. And then I started getting into Madden, and then Madden got me into the NFL. And I started, you know, understanding how the game, how football works, and everything. And now I'm pretty, uh, I'm a pretty good expert in football uh, because of Madden. And I know a lot of players. Uh, I know, uh, like you can ask me any player. Like right now, like my basketball knowledge is, is is humongous. You can ask me any person in basketball, like what college did they go to or where did they go to um, before the NBA? Um, what team are they on? What, like stuff like that. Well, how are they, you know, what, what do they do in this season? Stuff like you, you, you can ask me all that and I'll tell you. Um, I do the same thing with the NFL now. Um, I know it just as well as I do uh, basketball. I mean, you can, you can ask me about any player, uh, current, former, and I'll tell you, you know, where they went and, uh, you know, what team they were on, uh, if they were tired um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm a huge Madden fan and Madden 21 is coming out and Lamar Jackson is the cover boy. Shout out um, back to back African-American athletes on the cover, African-American quarterbacks on the cover. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, who who officially like demolish the curse like that's the most curse demolished curse demolishing you ever have where everyone talks about the madden curse and uh how players who grace the cover of madden have a fallout um and it's not all of them but uh there there's been some there there have been some cases like some to the extent where people are like oh madden curse like this this one was bound to happen but Peyton Hillis, the former uh, like halfback, fullback 
for the Browns back in 2012. Um, I think he uh, either um, led the league in yarding or touchdowns or something like that. But in regardless, he made the Pro Bowl that season and, and was the offense of the Browns and was Peyton Hillis. Like, he was, like, this big name um, and ended up gracing the cover of Madden 2012. Um, however, his season uh, resembled uh, the the Mayan disaster. Um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, prophecy, you know, that he ended up having a really bad 2012 and um, ended up out the league basically, you know, two years later. So we don't hear about Peyton Hillis anymore. I mean, it was eight years ago. I'm, I'm not too sure when he came into the league, but uh, as soon as he graced that cover, it was down here from there. Um, I think uh, the year uh, Larry, the, the year that they did the, the the double Madden cover, I think that was 2011. So the year before Peyton Hillis, or the year maybe Madden Madden 2010. I hope y'all didn't hear that. I'd be hating my computer be doing that random random stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was it was one of the games where. Uh, I think it was 09, I think, where uh, Troy Palomalu and Larry Fitzgerald, uh, the two Super Bowl opponents, Cardinals and Steelers, from the year before, graced the cover of the next Madden. And uh, Troy Palomalu was out for the whole season that year, or the majority of the season, whereas Larry Fitzgerald had an all-pro season and made the Pro Bowl and stuff like that. Um, the Cardinals didn't get back to the Super Bowl, but they were a good team. Um I think again, these are random cases. Uh, um, somebody I can't really remember, but someone graced the cover one year, ended up tearing their ACL like the, that same season. It was just not a good look. Um, I mean, Antonio Brown graced the cover I think of twenty eighteen and uh, twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen or whatever, and he ended up having his one of I think his best. Uh, year uh, reception yards wise, um, and then, like I said, the the, the Madden curse breaker was uh, Patrick Mahomes, who, who yeah, he injured himself around week eight, uh, week seven or week eight, um, but came back. It was just a little leg injury. Came back. Obviously, that didn't bother him. You saw him, you know, rush, uh, uh, like run out the pocket a bunch of times in in that playoff uh, run. Against the Texans and the Titans, where he would just make plays and uh, broke tackles and got to the end zone and stuff like that. So that leg wasn't bothering him. Um, but he had a pretty decent year, uh, made the Pro Bowl, was a Pro Bowler. Um, had the team um, not made it to the Super Bowl, he would have made He would have, he was an all pro. Um, he also, uh, obviously, we saw what happened. He won the Super Bowl, led, led the comeback in the Super Bowl and all their playoff games, basically. And ended up, yeah, being the Super Bowl MVP, and now he's the 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 face of Matt of Madden, the face of the NFL. Um, so he demolished that curse, and I think Lamar Jackson is gonna gonna follow that in his footsteps as well, because he had a great season. They're about to have another great season. They're currently right now, um, according to to Bleacher Report, which is where I get all my news from. Y'all know this already. Uh, sports news. Uh, Bleacher Report um, reported that uh, the Ravens are most likely 
betting favorites, not only to win the Super Bowl by seven to one odds, which is really good, um, but they're most likely to go 16-0 and in their season uh, based off of their schedule. Um, and so you look at it, they're in the AFC North, uh, which is them, the Steelers, the Browns, and the um, them, the Steelers, the Browns, and the and the Bengals. So <clears throat> the jury's still out on the Browns. We don't know if you know Baker Mayfield can recreate his rookie season and improve on that in year three and lead the Browns to their first playoff appearance in years. Uh, ben Roethlisberger's coming back from injury, but he's not Ben. You know, he's not Big Ben anymore. He's just He's he's a big six foot five you know Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's not the same guy that we remember uh, back in twenty uh, two thousand nine or eight when he won the Super Bowl against the Cardinals and and uh, the year he won it against the uh, I mean his his fresh, uh, freshman his rookie year when he won the Super Bowl and uh, even the even the year he he took him to the Super Bowl uh, against Aaron Rodgers where, where they eventually lost but. Um, that's that's not we don't have that big bend anymore. So, jury's out on them. And then obviously the Bengals were the num- had the number one pick in the draft. They chose Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner, um, had probably arguably the greatest um, uh, college uh, season qu- uh, season four quarterback that we've ever seen. So, uh, we have to see if he can come in and lead that Bengals team, which is. You know, by by any means, isn't a slouch. Like they have, they're not bad. Like they have really good weapons around him. And AJ Green, who's coming back, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, uh, um, CJ Ozuma, and uh, Joe Mixon. Obviously, they're 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 all pro running backs. So they have great offensive pieces around them. Just the defense is the you know the issue. I think is going to be for them, and we just got to see how they stack up. But Rookie quarterback, uh, already what two years now about to be his third year in the league. Lamar Jackson, um, I think he's just going to get better. So they easily are going to win their division, no, no, no question about it. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 the betting favorites to win the Super Bowl seven to one, and they're uh, they're slated to go sixteen and zero um, again, according to a Bleacher Report. So. Um, it's 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 tremendous for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, uh, especially if they get uh, Jamal Adams, who you know came out like a month ago saying he wants to be traded, and he named the Ravens as one of the teams he wants to be traded to. You add him to that secondary and that defense, it's a wrap because they're already talented offensive and they're already talented uh, all over the defensive end, the secondary, um, the linebackers, the the pass rush. They're just they're just a whole. Completely talented team. No, they lack no. Uh, I would say they have no weaknesses, which is why they're slated to go undefeated and you know win the Super Bowl. Uh, but like I said, I'm I'm a huge Madden fan, and it just recently they just recently came out with the ratings. Recently came out uh, with, um, you know all the all the uh, all the stuff that we want to we want to find out like who's the best and. Each position, according to video game world, according to the video game world and everything, video game landscape. Um, and uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. I have the pictures here on my phone. I screenshotted it off of the NFL IG, but 
top 10 quarterbacks overall in Madden 21. Uh, first off, actually, I do want to point out, uh, or I do want to recognize, acknowledge the the 99 club. So basically the, the perfect player club, the 100 overall club. Um, you know, they don't give they don't give them a hundreds, but uh, the 99 club players who got a 99 overall rating, um, definitely deserving by far, definitely, um, were uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, Super Bowl MVP, best quarterback in the league, can can has a strong arm, is accurate, everything. The best quarterback in the league by far, no question about it. Do not argue with me, can't at me, because uh, that's no debate. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, it was him, number 99, or him, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who uh, definitely had a, had a great season. He was... Um, no question about it was, let me look it up right here. He was uh, third in rushing yards, um, which is obviously good. He's third in rushing yards. He was um, and led the AFC in or the NFC, excuse me, in rushing. Um, he was also second in receptions. So not only was he tops in the league in rushing or third in the league in rushing and led, led the NFC, but he was also the second leading, uh, led the, uh, led was second in receptions in the NFL, which is crazy from a running back. I mean, you don't, he was literally that whole offense. If you game planned around, uh, that Panthers team and focus on Christian McCaffrey, they might've not done anything. I think, I think they went, uh, five and eleven or six and ten this season or something like that, um, and early on it was because they were just feeding the ball to Chris McCaffrey. They were just giving it to, to McCaffrey and just letting him go to work. Go to work, McCaffrey. Let him let him run the ball. Uh, uh, through out routes to him and everything, he can just have the ball in space and just go to work. Um, I'm pretty sure you know it took a toll on him. You know you go, you know you're the focal point every single down. And everything, I'm pretty sure that takes a toll on your body, but or a toll on your production, definitely on your body, but a toll on your production. Um, so he was by far the most dynamic player, uh, offensive player this season. Um, no question, he should be a 99. Uh, he's the other 99. Um, Mike Thomas, a 99. Um, so this is all because you know these these players had legendary seasons. So you, you go back. You go back to Patrick Mahomes, who led his team to the to the Super Bowl and then won the Super Bowl. Not only did he win it, but I mean every single game they were down by double digits, and he pulled out. You know he just was showing off the Mahomes magic. Did everything and led them to a Super Bowl win. And he didn't have like a great season. I mean he he threw twenty six touchdowns, which was twenty four touchdowns less than his MVP season. He threw fifty last year. Um, so you have a 24 touchdown hit. Um, I mean, it's not a bad season, but it wasn't, you know, his MVP season. Again, he was an all pro this past year, so, um, got to give it to him. But, um, what he did in the playoffs, I think really solidified, you know, why he is now, you know, the, the face of the NFL and the best quarterback in the league. Christian McCaffrey, like I said, led the NFL or was second in the NFL in receptions and um, 
was sec or was third in rushing, led the NFC in rushing. So that's that's no that that, that that's just impressive. You just don't do that as a running back in the NFL. Um, so that was that's that that's a historic season. Mike Thomas, uh, who is the third uh, ninety nine overall rated player, um, led the NFL not only in uh, receptions and not only holds now holds the uh, NFL record for most receptions in a season. Uh, 149, which was five more than Marvin Harrison, who was the record holder at 144. Uh, he also led the NFL in reception yards, um, 1,725 yards, um, which was uh, I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do the math here, but uh, it was about 300 yards more than the next receiver, which was Julio Jones, which. By that point, you know, you have to play two more games in order to, for Julio Jones, you have to play about two more games to reach what Mike Thomas did. And that was, again, why Mike Thomas got the number 99 overall. He had a record-setting year um, on the reception side, and he had great yards. Uh, and he led, led the NFL in uh, reception yards, 1,725. Um, he was also... Um, top 10 um, wide receivers in touchdowns. Um, he had nine, I believe. So that's really good. It's really good. Especially on a team in the Saints where, you know, you have, you know, Drew Brees is going to throw it out to anybody. Um, and the fact that he has Mike Thomas is just a plus. But, you know, he has Alvin Kamara, who's more of a of a recept- of a receiving running back than he is a rushing running back. Um, he has... Uh, Trey Con Smith and 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 Jared Cook and and all these all these guys that he just you know has to just throw the ball to like he has so many weapons on his team um, or he makes players uh, he weaponizes players Drew Brees and that's what a good quarterback does is he makes players good and Mike Thomas who's just an all world talent himself is just just got better because of you know Drew Brees so he had a great year that's why he's ninety nine um, the Last two players that are 99 were on the defensive side. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, Gilly, as the Patriots call him. Um, no question, I think he's the best corner in the NFL. Um, I think it's it's between him and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey is not only, you know, longer and I think more athletic, um, but he's bigger. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, however, now he's 6'1", but... Uh, he's not as long as Jalen Ramsey, and he's not as big as Jalen Ramsey. But his footwork, uh, his his covering ability, this, this the way he reads the uh, his defender and the quarterback at the same time. I mean, he just he knows how to how to play defense, and um, it's it's ever since he left the Bills and got to the Patriots is when his full potential was maximized as a corner because uh, he was a first round pick way back when. Um, so now he he's rounding out into that that first round you know pick that he was, and uh, he becomes the number ninety nine cornerback. Um, he was what top? Where is it at? He was the he was fourth in um, all defensive backs, so corners, uh, say and safeties. He was fourth in interceptions, um, and in Corners, he was third um, behind Trey White, who was Tredavious White, the Bills' new corner, lockdown corner, who was really good. I like Trey White. 
He's really good. Um, he was second in the NFL and was in interceptions. Um, but yeah, Stephon Gilmore just uh, just rounded out as a, as a complete corner. I think he's you know I think he des- is deserving of that ninety nine. Um, and the last defender was Aaron Donald, who uh, it's Aaron Donald. That man needs to be triple teamed in order to not get to the quarterback. He has the best feet for somebody who is what six five, six six. Maybe six four. Just he's just really big, six six four to six six, um, two hundred ninety pounds, maybe three hundred pounds. But the feet and the agility and it's all there. It's his footwork and um, his hands, his his moves. He he can um, he can he can power rush or he can finesse rush. He can do anything on the football field uh, against um, the O line and. Uh, he was, I think, fifth in sacks this season, uh, tied fifth or tied sixth in sacks uh, with 12 and a half, um, and it's Aaron Donald. He He's he's a beast. He's just, there's no weaknesses to his game. Uh, there's no weaknesses to Stephon Gilmore's game. No weaknesses to uh, Christian McCaffrey. No weaknesses to Mike Thomas. Um, no weaknesses to Patrick Mahomes. This is why all these players are ranked 99. Um, so just acknowledging them, <coughs> acknowledging how they, how, how, you know, they're deserving of that 99 ranking. Um, can't think of anybody else. So I think should have deserved it. Um, nobody really, I think, I think stood out and had like a groundbreaking year. Um, I think with Aaron Donald, I don't think he had a groundbreaking season. It's just the, the consistency. I mean, he's always top, uh, five or, or ten in sacks. Um, again, he he needs to be doubled or triple teamed in order to not get to the quarterback. Um, he buoys that defense, the Rams defense, and he's just a monster. And again, it's consistency for him, and that's why he's a 99. The other four are just straight. Um, I mean, Stephon Gilmore's not really a freak, uh, but he's, he's just, his techniques and his uh, ability to just read the offense and read uh, – um, the quarterback and the receivers and just play defense um, is why he's he's 99. Um, and then you got, you got uh, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is a freak. Uh, he's an anomaly. Christian McCaffrey, uh, I think, just got better from, from Stanford to the NFL. He's like, he's now all world in the NFL. And then you got Mike Thomas, who is just like his, uh, his uh, NFL or his, um, uh, Instagram profile says um, can't guard Mike. You can't guard him. He's really good. Um, but the the main thing I want to talk about in regards to Madden, like I said, I love Madden. I enjoy it. I love playing with my favorite teams and my favorite players and stuff. Um, but it's 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 the fact that um, and this is for every sports video game. It's always. We always, we as fans always question, like, there's no way such and such player should have been over such and such player. Like, this is not right. Like, there's no way. And we, we enjoy that because one, we, we, as, as, as gamers and fans, when we play these games and, you know, we expect to, like, for instance, in, in 2K, like, we expect, like, Giannis to be able to, 
push the ball up the court, uh, full speed ahead, get straight to the rack with no one stopping him, just like he does in the NBA. And uh, we expect Kevin Durant to come down, do the same thing, but also be able to pull up from wherever on the court. Uh, same thing with Steph Curry. We expect, we expect him to be able to get by anybody, any defender, um, and you know, knock down threes if they're wide open, even contested. You know, that what he, what he does in real life is is almost video, is almost video game like. Is basically video game like. Um, but the main thing that we as gamers and fans look at when it comes to sports games is, you know, why is how 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 in the world do the develop developers do the the raiders and stuff like that do these people just say that um this person despite the season that they just had or despite the talents or the skills that they display and everything is less than or better than this person who uh may have not done well or may have had a better season or something like and it is it's just crazy and so i looked i look i did my research i did a lot of looking up a lot of looking up about all this stuff um, into the stats, because um, it's just crazy to me. It just makes no sense. Um, I'm gonna look up real quick the Pro Bowl um, this past season. Guys, guys who made the Pro Bowl this year, because um, we had a couple of players who, you know, who made it and uh, had to play in the Super Bowl, so they didn't get to go, so they got replaced. Or players who, who were chosen that didn't, or didn't want to go so they got replaced or players who were injured that were chosen and got replaced um so i'm gonna look at look at uh it real quick so this is the pro bowl i'm, I'm just gonna go off the pro bowl rosters for the afc and the nfc so for the afc lamar jackson for quarterbacks lamar jackson patrick mahomes and deshaun watson were selected patrick mahomes um made the super bowl so ryan Tannehill was the alternate because of the season he had replacing um, Marcus Mariota and leading the Tennessee Titans to the AFC wildcard game. He deserved to be in the Pro Bowl. Also, he led the NFL in um, passer rating for players um, that qualified for that stat. Um, there are a couple of, you know, QBs who, you know, come in and do like, you know, wildcat formations. Or there's like some formations where they have the backup quarterback come in and, and throw it or something. And they'll complete the pass, and then bam, they'll have a, a perfect passer rating. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill for players who were qualified, um, basically who played a bunch of snaps, um, played a bunch of games and stuff like that. Ryan Tannehill led the NFL in passer rating. Um, he deserved to be in the Pro Bowl. Um, Nick Chubb was the Pro Bowl selection. Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram as well. Patrick Ricard, the fullback. Wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, Tyreek Hill, who made the Pro Bowl. Um, and then I think DeAndre Hopkins was either hurt or said no. So they were replaced. So they were replaced uh, by Cortland Sutton from Denver and DJ Shark, um, who both had really good seasons, uh, had a thousand yard seasons and stuff like that. Um, Travis Kelsey made it. Um, he made the Pro Bowl or he made the Super Bowl. So Jack Doyle from Indianapolis uh, took his spot. Mark Andrews from Baltimore uh, was made selected to the Pro Bowl. Um, linemen: Ronnie Stanley, Larry Larry Tumsil, Trent Brown, Orlando Jr. Um, we're not really going to talk about the linemen uh, in the NFL. Um, linemen are always going to be really really high 
or really low. Um, there's really like no in between because um, uh, for NFL ratings, uh, for a lot of what 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 gets players uh, like really high ratings is uh, um, the awareness. The awareness on a player gives their overall ranking um, really good, and a lot of alignment either have really low awareness or really high awareness. So they're either 80, 80s, 90s, uh, high 90s, mid 80s, or very low 70s. Um, but linemen, we ain't really got to go into them. Um, Joey Bosa was selected. Frank, Frank Frank Clark from Kansas City was selected. He got he went to the Super Bowl. So um, Josh Allen replaced him. I think Joey Bosa was either hurt or said no. So Melvin Ingram replaced him. Uh, Calais Campbell made it uh, from Jacksonville. Uh, Cameron Hayward, Chris Jones. Chris Jones made the pro or Super Bowl. So uh, Jarrell Casey replaced him. Geno Atkins was selected as well. Von Miller, TJ Watt, Matthew Judon uh, from Baltimore. Uh, Darius Leonard, best linebacker in the NFL to me. Um, Dante Hightower. I think uh, Dante Hightower said no. So Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo was selected. Stephon Gilmore, um, Trey White, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey. Um, and then somebody was hurt and Sarah said no. So Joe Hayden from Pittsburgh chose, was selected. Mika Fitzpatrick, Earl Thomas, and then Jamal Adams with a strong safety for the Jets. Um, then the NFC roster. So those are all the names I said. Um, if you can remember those. Uh, I'll just I'll bring them back up when I when I get into the argument and everything. But for the NFC, um, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers made it. Um, by the way, shout out for the AFC, the the African American quarterbacks being the selections for the Pro Bowl um, initial selections. They weren't like oh this person got hurt so we'll just throw them in or oh this person um, said no so we'll throw them in. Like they were the actual. Selection: Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson all were selected. Um, Patrick Mahomes again went to the Super Bowl, so Ryan Tannehill took his place. <clears throat> um, for yeah, the NFC: Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Rodgers. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers said no, so Kirk Cousins was the alternate. Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke. Um, one of them said no, so Alvin Kamara uh, took their spot. Uh, Kyle Juice, he obviously went to the Super Bowl with the Niners. So uh, CJ Ham from Minnesota came in. Julio Jones, Mike Thomas, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, all were selected initially. Um, Julio said no. Mike Thomas said no. Um, and I think Mike Evans said no. So Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, who led the NFL in touchdowns. Should have been initially on the on the selection, but anyway, he made it. And Devontae Adams from Green Bay made it. Uh, George Kittle, who went to the Super Bowl, uh, was replaced by uh, Jared Cook. And Zach Ertz, who was hurt, was replaced by Austin Hooper. Uh, again, the linemen, we don't got to worry about them. Um, Cameron Jordan from the, from the Saints. Nick Bosa made the Super Bowl. Uh, so he was replaced by Everson Griffin. Dan Daniel Hunter as well made the Super Bowl or Pro Bowl, excuse me. Aaron Donald, Fletcher Cox, Grady Jarrett, 
uh, one of those guys were hurt, so Kenny Clark from Green Bay came in. Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack, Shaq Barrett, uh, Zadarius Smith, uh, Bobby Wagner, Luke Kuechly, who retired, um, Jalen Smith and Eric Kendricks, um, other linebackers. Marshawn Lattimore, I think is a really good cornerback. Uh, Richard Sherman made it to the Super Bowl, so he was replaced by Kyle Fuller. Uh, Darius Slay and Jalen Ramsey, I think Jalen Ramsey was hurt. Um, so Shaquille Griffin was a selection from Seattle and Xavier Rhodes um, from Minnesota. Then Buda Baker from Arizona, Eddie Jackson from Chicago, and Harrison Smith, the strong safety from Minnesota, were all the selections for the Pro Bowl um, for the NFC and the AFC. Um, so those are all the guys I, I mentioned, and I'm just going to go to, again, the argumentative part of the this whole Madden situation. Um <clears throat> The top 10 quarterbacks that were selected in Madden uh, or that were uh, ranked in Madden by their ratings were as followed. Patrick Mahomes, who was 99, makes sense. He was number one. Russell Wilson is number two. He's a 97. Um, Lamar Jackson's a three. Drew Brees was number four. Tom Brady's five. Aaron Rodgers is six. Matt Ryan is seven. Deshaun Watson is eight. Dak Prescott is 9, and Carson Wentz is 10. So my issue with that is there is no way Deshaun Watson should be an 86 behind Matt Ryan, who, one, didn't make the playoffs, um, and two, looking up statistics, um, uh, two... He had more. He, he threw more yards than uh, he threw for more yards than Deshaun Watson, but he didn't throw more touchdowns than Watson, um, which is why I don't understand. Uh, threw twenty four touchdowns, twenty five. I think Matt Ryan threw two less. Um, so I don't understand it. Didn't get it. I think Deshaun Watson is um, skill wise like Matt Ryan is not a runner, and. Deshaun Watson can do everything that Matt Ryan can do um, with the addition of the fact that Deshaun Watson can run out the pocket and make plays with his feet. So I don't see how in any way that Matt Ryan, again, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, Deshaun Watson won a playoff game. Um, There should be no way Deshaun Watson gets an 86. Um, he He even tweeted, he was like, he, it, it was just him. He tweeted out like an 86, like with a, a question mark and then like the smile, the laughing emojis. Um, so I, I'm i with him on there. That makes no sense. Um, I think Dak is a little too overrated. He's a pro bowler. He's made it twice uh, to the pro bowl, but um, I don't know. I, we, I still, we still got to see. I'll, I'll give him one thing. He definitely... Uh, he does. Um, he does perform. Like he he does put up the stats. He was second in the NFL in yards, um, passing yards, and uh, he was tenth in uh, passer rating. So, 
Oh, and he was fourth in touchdowns. So, uh, one, I think he does, he was deserving of a Pro Bowl selection. I mean, that's a pretty good year when you're second in yards, uh, second in touchdowns, or fourth in touchdowns, and tenth in passer rating. Um, that's really good. Uh, but to, I guess, to be an 84 and to be over in Carson Wentz, who I think um, still, uh, had he not got hurt that uh, that 2017 season when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, um, or excuse me, uh, 2018 season when they won the Super Bowl, um, had Carson Wentz not got hurt, he would have been he would have been the MVP by far, no question, um, no doubt about it. Um, He's he's an MVP he's an MVP level type quarterback and um, injuries have plagued him for a while but he did lead the Eagles to an NFC West um, title um, excuse me um, NFC South right no NFC East I'm tripping NFC East uh, um, title so I think he deserved to be. Um, I think he deserved to to be. I think he deserved to be higher than than, than Dak. Um, I'll give Dak that he he did come into the league hot. Um, he has won a playoff game and um, he has done a lot of good things. Like I said, I gave you his stats and everything. But to be over Carson Wentz, I don't think so. I think to be two overall points down from Deshaun Watson is disrespect because Deshaun Watson is just I think I think is a really solid quarterback. And in regards to just the season that, that they just had and the skill set, you can even argue he should be over Tom Brady, um, who lost in the first round of the playoffs and had a you know a pedestrian year. It wasn't he was Tom Brady, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't putting up the stats as Tom Brady usually does. And so Deshaun Watson again had a great season um in touchdowns. In in yards, and I think <clears throat> I think if you if 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 you're if you're, if we're going off of the season that they just had, because that's what that's what they're doing with the guys who 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 made um who got the ninety nine overall um uh, ranking rating. Um, these guys had great seasons, so they deserve their their ninety nine. But if we're gonna uh rank or rate these players in Madden off of their seasons that they just had. I think Deshaun Watson should definitely be over Matt Ryan, no question, and Aaron Rodgers. Or should be over Matt Ryan. I think should be over Tom Brady. I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they won the uh, NFC North, and they won a playoff game, and they had a really good record, I think 13-3 and or whatever. Um, so they had a really good season. So you can't slight Aaron Rodgers. And everything, um, yeah, I, I just think that was disrespectful for Deshaun Watson. But we're gonna move on to um, the next ratings that came out or that have uh, been coming out because we this we all care about all we care about is, is are the skill players. We want to know what the skill players are. We don't really care about like the pass rushers. I mean, I, I care about the linebackers. They didn't. I don't think they have a linebacker one, but oh, they have a pass rusher one here. Um, they don't have linebackers yet, but 
we want to see the skill players. We want to see, you know, what the guys, the guys who who you know get the touchdowns and everything. And we I know the guys who are battling in the trenches are the reason these guys get these touchdowns and these quarterbacks get all these stats and everything. But um, we 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 as fans obviously we care about the you know if you play fantasy football what are you getting your points off of are you getting it off of a player who kept a quarterback from getting sacked or a player who got a quarterback a touchdown um so uh next position was running backs uh, again Christian McCaffrey 99 overall number 1 number 2 um 6 points behind him was Derrick Henry so the disparity between Russell Wilson and um um and Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson has made the playoffs every single season he's been in the NFL. He's a Super Bowl champion, um, and he's a perennial pro bowler, um, an all-pro. He just gets it done at 5'10", 5'11", Drew Brees height. Uh, He does everything Drew Brees does, but can get out the pocket and move the pocket and make plays with his feet. With limited talent around him, uh, to add on to that, I mean, Tyler Lockett is the same height as Russell Wilson as a wide receiver. So, I mean, you're throwing it to him. DK Metcalf is still young with the, like the jury's out on him. Uh, and then Greg Olson is, is a older tight end. And then you got, um, Chris Carson, who's a running back who is on here, by the way. Um, actually not on here, by the way, which I think is a joke, but who are you going to take him out of? Um, so that was the disparity between the quarterbacks. But in running backs, uh, the, the second best running back was Derrick Henry by six points. He's a 93. Nick Chubb, Pro Bowler, 92. Ezekiel Elliott, Pro Bowler, 91. Saquon, Mr. Pro Bowl. Um, he had a he had a decent season. Um, if you want to look at it, rushing yards-wise, um, Saquon was not in the top 10 in rushers. Uh because he was he was hurt a little bit had had some injuries uh, this season so he a little bit of a sophomore slump but he's gonna bounce back he he's a really good player but he's deserving of a ninety one I think he's really good um, he was fifth Dablin Cook who had a really good year Pro Bowler ninety one Aaron Jones I think uh, should have made the Pro Bowl um, but he's a ninety uh, he was one of the top um, not only rusher he was top ten in rushing. Um, he was also, um, he was also top, uh, 15 in receptions or top 20 in receptions. Um, so he had a really good season. Um, Joe Mixon of the Bengals had a really good season. He's 89. Josh Jacobs, my Raider running back, uh, 88. And then Alvin Kamara's an 88. Um, so that's the top 10. Um, uh, the issue with this one. It wasn't really on me. I, I think this is an accurate I think this is a pretty accurate list. Um the ratings I think are really accurate. Um Le'Veon Bell uh came out or actually commented on the post of the ra- of the ratings list and saw that he wasn't anywhere on there and I have a picture of it. because um, he wasn't he didn't make the top ten. I don't even think he's the t- I don't think he's I know for sure he's gonna be top uh top fifteen. Um, but he was, um, he's an 86 and it makes sense because he played 15 games this year. And not only that, but, um, 
he was 24th in rushing. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, by the way, was fifth on the list of rushers, uh, of rush yards. He was he uh carried the ball for 1,206 yards. Uh, he was fifth on the wait one two three four five six. He was six, excuse me, behind Chris Carson, who uh was fifth in the NFL in rushing. I think he should have made that list. He's probably in 87, uh, which is not top 10, but it's it's outside of the top 10. He's like number 11 probably. Um, but um, yeah, Le'Veon Bell was 23rd in, in carries if you, or in yards if you want to take away Lamar Jackson and just keep running backs. Um, he ran for only 789 yards and three touchdowns. On 245 carries in 15 games, so he only missed one game. Played all of, played every single game besides one, and he put up those numbers. That's not going to get you in 80, you know, in 88 and up. Like I understand, he's had three seasons in his career so far, uh, rushing over 1,260 yards, which is good. I mean, that's why we know him as Le'Veon Bell and one of the best running backs in the game, um, but. He had a down year, and you know Madden, how 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 Madden does, how Two K does it, how a lot of these sports game do it. Uh, sport games base some of their rankings off of is the season that you just previously had, and if you had a really, you know, pedestrian or not even pedestrian but lackluster season, you're going to be ranked where Le'Veon was ranked, and he wasn't in the top ten. He's probably top fifteen for sure. He's in. He was in eighty six is what he was given. Um, he came out and thought it was laughable, and he commented on the post and even said, um, keep that same energy come week six um, and everything like that. So he's going to he's gonna come out this season and try to prove himself, which I'm excited to see. We, we want to see these running backs and these skilled players come out and just dominate and be good. So uh, that was the top ten list, according to Madden, of the running backs. For wide receivers, Michael Thomas, obviously 99. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a rating away from being a 99. He's a 98. Um, Julio Jones is a 97. Tyreek Hill is a 96. Number four. Number five, Devontae Adams, a 94. Um, 93 was uh, Mark Cooper is number six. He's 93. Number seven is Stephon Diggs, 92. Um, So, According to Madden, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills have a 92 overall rating wide receiver. So they better do something this season in, in the AFC East um, or the Patriots are coming. Uh, Cam Newton, see how I saw that we saw I saw the graphic of him in a Patriots uniform. It looks pretty good. Um, number eight is Mike Evans at 92. OBJ is 91 and Keenan Allen is 91. Um, I'm not mad at that list. Uh Looking at again, looking at the stats, according to NF, according to uh, the NFL stats and everything, um, uh, Keenan Allen was, uh, if we if we take out Christian McCaffrey who was second in receptions, uh, Keenan Allen was third in receptions. Um, he was, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or six. If we take out, uh. Tight ends. Travis Kelsey was fourth in reception yards. Um, if we take out Travis Kelsey, um, Keenan Allen is fifth on the list in reception yards. Um, had a good season. And then 
he was he wasn't in the top ten in reception uh, touchdowns, but you have uh, I mean you have a team with you know a guy like Hunter Henry and Austin Eckler who um, who is top ten in receptions as a running back, um, and then you have Mike Williams on the other side of you. Um, you're gonna have Philip Rivers had a bunch of options to throw to. They had a and Melvin Gordon who they had to worry about as well. So I mean, Keenan Allen's not gonna get every single touch and everything like that. But um, he had a good season. Um, I think if anything, I think he should be over Odell Beckham. Um, I think Jarvis Landry should be a top ten receiver. Um, he made the Pro Bowl and had a better year than Odell Beckham. Um, I think Madden is still you know giving OBJ the Oh, he made the one-handed catch in in New York, and you know he's had, um, you know, twelve hundred yard seasons every single year he's been in the league and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. But you know, this season with the Browns again, he had a lackluster year. Um, not his fault. I mean, it's not all his fault. I mean, Baker Mayfield was kind of struggling and everything, so you gotta kind of gotta, you know, blame OBJ in the sense that he wasn't level-headed enough to you know really just say. I'm going to just go out there and play. But Baker Mayfield kind of, you know, slighted uh, OBJ stats. So I, I'll give him that. I think Chris Godwin should be top 10. Um, he made the Pro Bowl and, um, and again, was a, a dynamic receiver for them, for the Bucks. So I, if anything, I, I don't think Stephon Diggs should be in the top 10. I think they're giving it to him because of his, his skill set in general. His stats don't always reflect his skills. I mean, he doesn't. Um, this past season, I don't think he went over a thousand yards. He wasn't in the top twenty of receivers in receptions, um, or or uh, reception yards, or touchdowns. So um, I don't see why he continues to get a high rating. I think it is the fact that he is very skilled and um, is super talented. Um, but the fact that uh, he gets a 92 over players who continue to um, consistently be in the top tier of the wide receiver standings um, makes no sense to me. But in any case, I think the top five was good. Um, and, and yeah, I think the receivers were pretty solid. Um, if we want to look at corners, uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, Stephon Gilmore again was 99 overall. Next was Jalen Ramsey, 94. Richard Sherman's a 92. Um, Packers Packers corner, um, Jair Alexander, um, Louisville product. He's really good. I like him. He's a 90. Trey White, I think, should be higher up because he led the NFL um, in interceptions. Or, well, no, was second in the NFL in interceptions. Um, I think he should be above Richard Sherman at least, I think, personally. Um, Richard Sherman, no one throws his way, obviously. He's like, what, he's 6'3 and, and big, so no one throws his way. But, um, put yeah, put Trey White over Jair Alexander, and I think over Richard Sherman, because of the season that they, that they just had, I think Trey White should be over him. Um, so that's the top five. The next five are Marlon Humphrey uh, from the Ravens, who was a pro bowler, Casey Hayward. Um, from the Chargers, uh, Byron Jones, which I kind of think shouldn't be in there because um, he had a down season, but 
He's the eighth best quarter, corner in Madden. Um, then Darius Slay at 88. And then Patrick Peterson at 88. Um, so again, just looking at the stats of DBs. Um, um, again, Trey White led all or was second in corners and and interceptions. Marcus Peters was was fifth in DBs um, and third in and or fourth in corners. Um, yeah, guys like uh, the Patriots corner J.C. Jackson, uh, Steelers corner Joe Hayden, um, and then the, a bunch of the a bunch of uh, the guys that were um, tops in interceptions were all um, safeties. Um, Mika Fitzpatrick, I think, deserving of of being the the number one rated uh, free safety in the in, in Madden. He's really good. Um, Sherman ranked twenty fifth in reception interceptions. Um, Marlon Humphrey was thirtieth. Darius Slay was fifty sixth. Again, they're I don't think they're strictly going off of you know their statistics or their their stats because a lot of these players are people that uh, court, quarterbacks don't throw to. Um, people don't throw to Richard Sherman's way because they know it's going to be batted down or intercepted. Um, same thing with Marlon Humphrey, who's an, another big, stout guy who can, um, who can, who's really quick and can move his feet and is really good uh, defender. Um, Darius Slay, uh, big play Slay as they call him, the new Eagles cornerback. Um, he was 56th ranked and uh, it makes sense because guys don't throw these guys away, and it makes uh, these guys are guarding. Uh, or def- covering the team's best receivers, um, and even though I know some people have, you know, all all the or all the the um, what's the word confidence in the world, um, in their you know all pro receiver or have who who have it be, um, it's still you know it's still up in the air if you want to throw that way or not. Um, so uh, yeah, Darius Slay. Um, Richard Sherman, Marlon Humphrey, they were all um, bottom tier in interceptions, but the fact that teams don't throw to them and the fact that they, um, you know, deflect passes and and, um, play shut down defense is the reason why um, they don't get interceptions and everything Um, because quarterbacks are trying to get it out there, are, are, you know, trying to get it out their hands, obviously. So, uh, corners, yeah, I think that was a decent list. Um, safeties, these are all uh, um, so these safeties um, questionable actually because I don't see I don't see Minka Fitzpatrick on it, which I think is kind of questionable. But the best safety in the NFL, this is both strong and uh, free. Uh, Harrison Smith, the Viking safety, is no, is ninety five overall. Uh, Super Bowl champion Tyran Matthew, ninety three. Jamal Adams is a ninety two. Devin McCourty, Patriots, uh, safety ninety two. Kevin Byer, the Titans, safety ninety one. Justin Simmons, the the Broncos, safety ninety. Derwin James, I think a really good safety. The Chargers, safety, he's eighty nine. Eddie Jackson, the Bears, safety eighty nine. Micah Hyde, eighty eight. Earl Thomas, eighty eight. Uh, I don't see why. That's the one where I question, you know, where is Mika Fitzpatrick, who um, was, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 in interceptions. Also above Kevin Byard, who was the fifth 
uh, highest rated safety in the game and above Justin Simmons, who was the sixth highest. Um, doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't really understand it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't really know how Madden and, and 2K do their rankings when it comes to players. I think it boils down to just, I think, I think they, they go with the eye test. You know, they, they, they don't just look at strictly at stats. I mean, some players will have a monumentally great season, like like the guys who are already 99 and above. They had monumentally great seasons um, uh, across the board statistically. I can never say that word right. But, um, yeah, they backed it up with their play and, and the stats. Um, so I guess if you, if you do that, I'm guessing that's where the, 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 the Raiders and the developers and stuff like that all get their – their rate, their ratings for these players, but there are players who, you know, have obviously better seasons and still don't get the recognition in the video game that they should, um, and it makes no sense because you know these guys, like I said, I mean us as fans, um, us as fans enjoy or want to see, you know, like we love these, we love two K and we love Madden, we love. FIFA and all these other uh, sports games and stuff because we want to know. Uh, we, I mean, not only do we want to play with our favorite athletes, but we want to um, we want to see you know where these guys stack up against each other in regards to how I guess the gatekeepers or whatever have you the social or the, the media personnel see these players as and um, especially us as fans, we want to see uh, if if our acknowledgement of these players being as good as they are is acknowledged in the video game, we, we as play, we as fans majority believe LeBron is the best player in the NBA. So that's a reflect in the rating on 2k. He should be the highest rated player in 2k. Um, and then there should be an argument about second best. If you want to go with Kevin Durant, then he should be second highest rated. Um, and stuff like that. If we want to talk about uh, quarterbacks and stuff, Patrick Mahomes should be a 99 overall. Um, but if we if we look at the landscape of the quarterback as a whole, yeah, Tom Brady is the goat and and everything. But they're not going off of you know him being a goat. If he was, if they went off of these players' careers. Tom Brady will be a 99 every single game, but it's not like that. They're going off of what they previously did in the last season, uh, compiled with you know what what the statistics show, and then I guess the eye test. It has to be the eye test because the eye test um, I think shows that again, Richard Sherman was. 25th in interceptions. I think he only had two on the season, but it's because teams don't throw his way, which is why he's a 92 in a top corner in the league. Uh, Stephon Gilmore the same way. I mean, he 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 was number four in interceptions, um, and it also backed it up with the fact that he um, gets a bunch of deflections and just plays solid defense. So um, these rankings. I think are just a testament to the player seasons that they just had and then 
I think the eye test, it has to be the eye test because if we're going over stats, TJ Watt, who is rate, rated as 86, should be a lot higher than what he got. Well, he was an 86. He should be higher than that because TJ Watt, um, he was 194th in tackles, um, which is not bad. I mean, there's so many players on the defensive end, and uh, I mean, that's still this defense is really good, so the, all those players are getting tackles. But TJ Watt is more of a pass rusher, and I say that because he was fourth in sacks. He was 14 and a half. He had 14 and a half sacks. Um, so how in the world does he get an 86 when he's not only great in in the pass rush, but also a good um, defender um, in the secondary? He can play. He can play uh, practically any position on that defense. He's that good of a, of a defensive player for a linebacker. So I don't know. I thought uh, it was interesting, but. In any case, uh, I've been talking about Madden for an hour and five minutes. My goodness, this is my longest episode. Um, there was a lot. There was just a lot to unfold. It was, that whole Madden thing was just crazy to me, um, and I just thought that uh, I thought that some of that stuff needs to be, you know, hashed out because uh, Deshaun Watson at an eighty-six is disrespectful. And behind Matt Ryan, I think it's disrespectful. I think he should definitely be a ninety, but again, they they do up update the uh, the the ratings of players um, at the week six mark. Um, so they they update the servers and everything in the in the in the game and all that stuff. So um, hopefully, we get the Deshaun Watson that we should have been should get. Uh, or should have gotten initially because he's a really good quarterback. Um, and, yeah, uh, Le'Veon Bell, you're just going to have to fight for for every rating that you get here from now on because an 86, I think, is accurate. You didn't have that great of a season, so you got to go out and prove it. Um, the Jets are going to be terrible this year, so you just got to be Christian McCaffrey and run the ball and receive and – do everything basically. Just just do everything for the Jets. You got it. Um like I said, I've been talking for a minute and and a minute and 6 seconds. Jeez. Um uh But yeah, uh I'm over here, spout. I forgot what I was about to say. Um I'll just leave off with this. Uh the NBA um has been looking uh, pretty good, I guess. Uh, Russell Westbrook uh, just recently came out and said he had COVID. He's quarantining, but he'll be back soon. Um, but all the teams are in Orlando. They're working out. They're shooting. They're getting their shots up. They're they're scrimmaging. They're playing pretty well. If you've been if you've been on Instagram or you have social media or whatever, or you follow any of the teams or whatever, I'm sure you've seen uh, the team in uh, squad scrimmages and stuff and all that. Uh, they look good. All these players look good. They look in shape. They look like they're ready to play. Um, <clears throat> they, they look uh, um, content. Um, and again I'm, I'm, again, I'm excited. I'm excited for basketball to be returning. Uh, we have exactly 12 days, um, so two weeks. And 
Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Zion, uh, I, uh, I pray for you, brother. I hope everything's going well with your family. Um, he had to leave the bubble to attend to a family emergency. So hope everything's well with him. Um, I hope, uh, I hope uh, he returns in time. Or actually, no, I don't really care. Uh, I just want you know everything in his uh, uh, family life to be good. Um, um, and I hope uh, um, the season that have, was promised to us uh, becomes good or is good. I hope we have um, you know bubble bubble um, regular season and a good playoffs and everything. Um, if you've been watching some sports lately, the 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 TBT or the basketball tournament recently was on. Um, it was live. Uh, it was bubble format. Uh, teams were playing in a non uh, non-fan-packed arena, and it was competitive. All these players had to uh, fight. And it was um, just like the All-Star game this past season in the NBA where players had to reach a certain score in order to win. And I think that's what made it more competitive because obviously there's no fans and, and there was no time. I mean, there was time, but there wasn't like um, who has, whoever has the most wins. It was it's down to whoever reaches the final score, which was 75 uh, gets the win and and uh, it was competitive. It was good games and stuff. And I think we just got a little sample of what the NBA is going to look like. And uh, again, fanless. Uh, I think I mean they're not going to have a a, a a target score. They're going to have you know whoever wins or has the most points at the end of the of the forty eight minutes and everything. But I'm excited. I hope we have a really good uh, bubble. NBA bubble, uh, NBA bubble season, because uh, we need it. We need sports. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening. This was very long. I'm going in on a minute and ten right now. Uh, so again, I really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, get Madden 21 because uh, it's coming out. I don't know when, but it's coming out soon. And uh, just uh, prepare for sports because sports is coming back. Um, this is your boy KJ. Uh, like I said, like, subscribe, show some love, um, whatever. Do everything, everything. I don't care. Love you guys. Uh, peace out.